Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. <laughs> we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo is a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional. professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 4. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling. The GNT. Hey everyone, welcome back to another RuPaul's Drag Race podcast review, live review. Here we are. On At the moment we're doing Drag Race UK, we're loving it, we we're are. loving the cast, we're loving the season, Such all the shenanigans, an amazing cast. Yeah. And um, if, if you're new, welcome, um, professional background for both of us, I and performance, Tom and psychiatry, so basically mm-hmm. he reads minds. That's what minds. we do, that's yeah. correct, yes, <laughs> um, yes, mind readers, um, I do get that from time. Not not anymore. I used to get people, oh, tell me what I'm thinking. <laughs> what? Seriously? Yes. When you said I'm a psychiatrist. Yeah. Okay. Oh, tell me what I'm thinking then. You can't tell me, come here, you're a bad psychiatrist. Philip, my thinking. Not had that in a while, thankfully. Maybe I'm just keeping better company nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Slash no company. Mm. <laughs> That's the best way to keep it, Tom. Yeah, yeah. I am my best company. Oh, absolutely. Um, you're, I don't know if you know this, but I talk to myself a lot too. And oh, sometimes I get lost in my world. Apparently, sometimes I can, I really do. Sometimes I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm having conversations in my head, and then people are, people are, and then someone will be like hit me on the shoulder, be like, "Bolo, I've been trying to like yell your name," and I'm like, "Oh, sorry." Were you saying that to me a second ago? I don't know if you know this about me because it, obviously I know it Tom, about you. Tom, you've never noticed this. I want to let you know something about me. You probably never noticed. This is a secret. But sometimes I'm, I get, um, I'm just in my head. Barlow drifts off into his own world quite a lot. Sometimes it can be really hard to get his attention. Maybe it's a reflection of me. Maybe I'm not attention grabbing yeah. enough. Tom, I'm um, like, um, couldn't you hear me? I was thinking also, my answer. Uh, this isn't a criticism. This is an observation. Tom, because- would you start a sentence with, I'm not <laughs> I'm not criticizing you, but you it's make, never a good start. You're, you're making a lot of noise at all times, but it's very, very pleasant noise. You're like a kind of, it's like having a canary in the house or something like that. You're just like constantly making like these pleasant noises. It's really quite <laughs> relaxing. And one thing I learned about Paolo only just this week, Paolo, now I believe, obviously I'm not an expert on, well... Paolo, I think, can do lucid dreaming. Oh, I was going to say, do you want to tell me off air first what you're trying to expose? No, no, no. I think Paolo can do lucid dreaming. You can manipulate circumstances consciously within your dreams. Okay, everyone, we'll have a quick discussion. Yes, this is a RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, Mm -hmm. but the first part's dedicated to me, okay? (laughs) No. So we're talking about dreams. Case study, Paolo. (laughs) We're talking about dreams, um, Tom and I. And I was telling Tom, you know, like, for me, it was... For me, it's a casual conversation. Mm. I was like, you know, in your dreams, when you realize you're dreaming and then you start doing things in your dream quite consciously. And I was uh, like, no. And Tom's like, no. And I'm like, no, you're not, you know, like everyone, if you're listening, you'll, you'll know what I mean. When you're in your dream, when you're dreaming and then you realize, oh my God, I'm dreaming. And then you start doing no, it your way. It's not, that's not a thing for most people. Tom, I, I think maybe you've just never done it. Maybe you're... Some people try and train themselves to do that. I mean, just for reference, by contrast, I'm an incredibly boring dreamer. I don't dream much when I do the very practical and mundane. Yours are exciting. And I can hear you, <laughs> I can hear you, like, doing things in your dreams, like having adventures. You're quite noisy in your sleep as well. <laughs> I don't know this... What? I... 
For me, I'm pretty sure. Look, I'm pretty sure a lot of people can do it. Well, guys, you know, do you know what? It. There's plenty of listeners who chat to me on the Instagram who I love having chats with. Feel free to let us know if it's normal for you to be able to manipulate consciously the circumstances of your dreams because it's really, it's not, it's not common. A lot of people aspire because it it means that you you can essentially like live in a dream world and achieve anything, experience anything. That's amazing. No, it's not because when you're when I'm when I become conscious in my dream, I can't just be like, okay, now I'm gonna um now I'm gonna create Disneyland. When I'm conscious in the dream, I'm still in that space, whatever it is. I can't just like whip up something. Mm. I can just be like, well, oh, why not? Why so can't you, Paolo? I've never tried to. Maybe I've give always, that a go. I've always, you know what? I will, Tom, because I can. <laughs> okay. And then it got me thinking, like, okay, what are some of the most popular dreams, and, and what do they mean? What what kind of dreams do you have usually? The, the honestly, I usually wake up in the morning not remembering any dreams. Um, that's my norm. Okay. Um, they're often really mundane, like eating a bowl of cereal or something. I don't even wow. eat cereal. That is boring. Yeah. <laughs> that is boring. No, they're weird. They're stupid. I did have a, a bad dream the other day that um, that I had a bald spot at the back of my head and somebody said to me... No, 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 no. Not a dream. Uh, it's not a reality. <laughs> I'll tell you that for nothing. And somebody came up to me and said, oh, you've got an egg in the nest, haven't you? And then oh. I woke up... Uh, and then I woke up feeling not very happy. Sometimes in my dream, like I'm I'm singing a song and I'm like, oh, did I just make that up? And then I wake up and I'm trying to remember it, but then it goes. Oh, you dream or like, compose. Or I, I dream, I have a dream and I'm, I'm doing choreography in my dream and it's really good choreography. Then I wake up I've and I'm told- like, and I'm like, oh, Paolo, you should have just recorded yourself when you woke up and done that choreography. Well, I've told you to keep a dream diary. You should keep a notepad next to you before the, e- you know, the ether rises and before... The, the ether of the dream evaporates. You've got to get it on a page, otherwise it goes. Okay. Well, I do have a notepad by my bed. I just You have a lot of notepads. Yeah, there's a few notepads there. Yeah. A lot of pens. Yeah. Um, okay. So these are, I, I just thought I'd just have a quick look, because I was curious about myself, of the most popular dreams mm. and their meanings. So if you have a dream that your teeth fall out... It's money worries. Yeah. Oh, do you know that? Okay. That's a, it's a, com- most, that's a common trope. If it's... If your teeth crumble in your hands or fall out um, with just a light tap or they're starting to rot, it means that it's reflecting your anxiety about your appearance and how others perceive you. Hmm. I thought it was many worries. Typically, these dreams stem from a fear of rejection, embarrassment or feeling unattractive. Before you go on, I would say that most dream interpretation is really highly subjective and has to be taken in the context mm. of the person and their experiences. I've never had a dream about my teeth like that. Never. I've had I've had dreams about teeth falling out. Have you? Had a, um, I, and I, then, I, then it, it feels horrible because in the dream you think, fuck, I've lost a tooth. <laughs> And then you wake up and it's like, yes, I've got all my teeth. Um, (laughs) I sometimes do have dreams about being chased or or, or I'm running away from something. Mm. And you know, like when you're running away in your dreams, you're the slowest thing in the world. Yes. It's like you're trying to go through quicksand. Exactly. So if you're running away from something or you're being chased in your dream, it suggests that you're running away from something that is causing you fear or anxiety in your waking life. What you've got to ask yourself is, are you really running away from yourself? You know, mm. so deep, Tom. I know, right? So deep. Mm-hmm. Um, so another one is, oh gosh, 
If you can't find a toilet in your dream, have you have you ever tried looking for the? Does that just mean you need you actually need, you need the loo, and you just need to get up and go for a wee? A lot of the times, when I feel like I need to pee, I just wake up. Well, yeah, that's a difficult situation as well. You're nice and cozy in your bed, and you don't want to give that up. Well, if you if you do have a dream that you can't find the toilet in your dream, it means that this can relate to something in your waking life where you may be struggling to express your needs in a certain situation. See, that's why we don't dream about it, Tom. We're very articulate. We're very. Uh, I, if I, I I say what I feel and I I, I speak. Yes. I speak. Yes, you do. I think everyone does. You speak truth to power. That's what you do. Now, this is something I do have. What does being naked in a dream mean? Do you ever feel like you're naked? No, I never have that dream that I'm aware of. I would imagine that it's that's something to do with feeling exposed. Um, Expose her. Expose her. Drag her. <laughs> I, I, you know, obviously that's very literal, really, isn't it? It's kind of. Um, there's something that you're trying to conceal that you, you fear being exposed. You know what? Yeah. Dreams of being naked in a public place suggest that you're struggling to find yourself or that you feel wrongly accused or exposed. However, if you are not the naked person in the dream, but you see a naked person and you're sickened by it, <laughs> the dream may mean that you are worried about exposing <laughs> that person over a particular issue. If you see somebody naked in a dream and you're sickened by them, it means that, <laughs> that you're just not very attracted to that person (laughs) Ew, jesus gross (laughs) thank you it could also mean that you're comfortable in your skin or that you understand that everyone is different i can't remember if i've had a naked dream i don't think he can apply generic now this is something um, that explanations to dreams personally i've dreamed about flying many times many times like in a Miyazaki film sometimes sometimes I'm dream I'm dreaming like I'm flying over to the neighbours or I'm flying over to the, this other house to meet a friend or I'm flying up the stairs instead of walking <laughs> or sometimes I'm flying on the road that's because you don't like or our stairs I'm, flying on this, I'm just I'm flying so <laughs> what does it mean to fly in a dream dreaming of being able to fly in your dream can be interpreted in many ways a tough time flying in your dream suggests that someone or something is stopping you from moving to the next step in your life okay <clears throat> okay well that'll be me yeah be... i'm doing the nina banina at yeah, tom i'm i'm the one yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i'm the one who's holding you back definitely if you are unable to fly it suggests that you might be struggling to meet the high goals you set for yourself similarly being alone and struggling to fly implies that you are lacking confidence within yourself all of these apply to you i think yeah yeah yeah, yeah. falling one more falling falling's a common one i have had that one um when you're falling in your dream, when falling in your dreams and being overcome with fear, it signifies insecurity and anxiety about a situation. You may mm-hmm. have failed at doing at doing something in your work in your waking life, and the dream is letting out your feelings about not doing as well as you'd hoped. Oh, if you are happily free falling, it suggests that you're not afraid of changes and you are ready to embrace the beauty of it. No, thank you. Change is not good. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, these are just be great. Um, these are just the main things. So that's our educational segment for oh, the day. You're welcome. Thank you for that. I like to think that we educate not just in psychiatry, but like the BBC, or, aren't we? Or performance, but also in life. Yeah. Educate, entertain, and inform. That's mm. us. Now, okay. Uh, Drag Race. Drag Race. That thing. That thing that we Who do. Who is she? What is she? And why? Um. Dakota went home last week. I think there's been quite a backlash. There has. I'm still not over it. Because it may- I mean, I, I'm obviously I'm over it because I live in the real world. But you know, I, I it was she should not have been anywhere near the bottom two. She was gorgeous, and her the queen that she made over was stunning. I loved the outfit. She, it was- she- 
it was this this is how the makeover often goes because you can apply so many criteria to it it's basically if we want somebody to go we're going to make it happen oh absolutely um i do think and i think pixie would be the first to admit it i think pixie was correct in the bottom two um obviously danny and cheddar were way high they were fabulous I think you could argue either way for Jombas and Pepper. Personally, my take on Pepper is that she looked good, but she was so wildly off-brand. I associate Pepper with, like, gorgeous, like, catwalk-inspired couture. Glam. Amazing headpieces, model. um, And then she went for this... Let's call a spade a spade. It was Danny Beard. It was Danny Beard. I'm not saying Danny Beard invented a white face and a Danny mustache, Beard doesn't but, own white faces. But when you're standing next to somebody for whom that is their trademark, I would just love to know what led her to that decision. I, I, I think she was just trying to do something a little different, which you got to commend her for in some ways, but the makeover is not the time no, to experiment no, with your no, look. No, you, uh, you do not do something different in, in a challenge, which is I, I iconically about your branding yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so you know what i have seen i've seen black people online saying that and, and she has posted a lot of avant-garde a lot of like um what do you call the club kid, club kid mm-hmm. looks and i'm like you know what pepper that's great it's great that that's the kind of style that you do and you have done however that is not what you have portrayed on the show it's absolutely and so for not. us all we know when we think about when it comes to week eight mm-hmm and you're asking us signature, signature drag because mm-hmm. that's basically what it is. This is not signature. What You, you know, have not signed what, this what look in any of the other looks. What are some of her best looks this season? That amazing braind, braided Gautier look with the headpiece. The fabulous Valentino meets Mugler neon look. The peacock and the head. The, the promotional look, the peacock, definitely. The dairy milk inspired look where she just looked fantastic. She she's actually been one of the fashion queens of the season. She really has. She's got great taste, such a good eye. Um, and then yeah, it was just wildly off brand. I love her to bits, but yeah, yeah. No, Black um, Pepper should have been in the bottom. I last do think week Jumpers should have been like bottom three, but not bottom two. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's my thing. But the coda, and one thing that I kind of like when you because th- we just watched a little bit of it just now, and one of the feedback was from Michelle is her saying that you know you can do more, you can do more, but this is not the week to do more. Except, that was not yeah. the week when you're when you're bringing someone into your drag family. You need to give them quintessentially you, and, and that's her what, look exactly sixties inspired. Valley of the Dolls, Balenciaga. Yeah, so she, this is not the week for her to like try something new. She mm-hmm. wasn't going, you know, she was not going to come there with a with a peacock on her head. She was not going to come there doing a club kid look. She she came there giving her signature drag. Yeah, totally. So and it's a bit of a mess. It's been echoed online over and over. I've seen her exit interviews. She's so gracious and lovely. I just adore Dakota Schiffer, like. My love for her multiplied every week. She's articulate. She's gracious. She was plucky. She was determined. Um, And, you know, we're the first to admit we completely underestimated her in that first episode. She did deserve to be in the bottom two that episode because it was completely based on brought looks. And she looked beautiful, but she wasn't as elevated as the others. And we'd had the recent experience of seeing her in a brunch where 
she was so cute, but she didn't really impress. And we do suspect she was hungover. I remember, like, I remember after she she um, performed when we saw her at the drag brunch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember just thinking she is stunning, mm-hmm. beautiful. That's the same day we, she is beautiful. beautiful. That's the same day we saw the iconic Monopoly phonic. Men off with Anne Sharon Legrand. And Sh- oh, Sharon Legrand. And Banksy, who I wouldn't be surprised if she was in a future drag race, actually. I knew it's her performance, so she has a really... She's the hostess. Yeah, from, yeah. great hostess. Mm. But um, I just rem- I remember you telling me after her, her performance, you're mm. like, you said to me, oh, she's rumoured to be on season four. And I was like, uh-huh. and I said to you, first out. Those were my words. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'll be honest. I said, first out. Just from that performance, I mean... She slid off. She, she fell off the bench. She that was fell, the best bit. She fell off the chef's bench. That was the best bit. That <laughs> um, so was like, oh, oh, girl, but, but girl, you know, girl. She slayed lip sync after lip sync on this season. She was amazing. The, the song from Six. And, you know, I'm not knocking Pixie. She gave a great camp performance last week. But for my taste and loving Culture Club and Boy George as I do... Dakota conveyed the song better for me. There's a slinkiness. There's a there's a laid back effortlessness to a Culture Club song, and that that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. Okay, cool. Okay, <laughs> come down, Suki. <laughs> we hear you. Okay, cool. So um, yeah. Sorry. While you while you while you have a sip in the golden cloud, what is it? <laughs> the golden cocktail bar. No, the the gold room. The gold room. The gold bar. Okay, Tom, just have a sip in the Interior and- Illusions Lounge. That's the one. Let's go back to the Interior Illusions Lounge. Oh, I loved that part. I know. I loved it. I wish they brought that back. Anyway, let's let's look at the new episode. Let's get some new feelings. Mm. Yeah? Let's feel it out. The girls have just come in after the elimination of Dakota, mm-hmm. and there is just an overwhelming sense of ennui. There is. There's a sadness that you don't often get actually the intensity of it feels far more pronounced than your average elimination there's usually a sadness but there's usually an acceptance as well and yeah. that, that's what's absent here i think yeah that, that's a mm. that's exactly it mm-hmm. she's gone but they don't accept it yeah uh, and some are more vocal about it than others um, like who well let's get to that so da- danny i guess really is um danny's having a little cry she's crying she's crying here she's crying into a greg sausage roll um and she's really tearful and it feels like very genuine emotion um and yeah she says that she doesn't think dakota was it was right for her to go shouldn't have been in the bottom two (laughs) i guess i guess that is a a bit of a shady comment in some ways there's there's an implication yeah there's an implication absolutely it's all about the implication and um yeah so jombas picks jombas is quick to pick up on it i notice Black Pepper stays quiet. Black Pepper stays out of this conversation, which I think is good. I think that's fine. She just does not want to get into this, not draw attention to herself. Jombas has a different approach. She feels this and she needs to defend herself. And that's what she does. Um, so, yeah. Well, basically, she's like, was it me? Do you think it was me? Should I? Be, should I <laughs> Do you think it was me? And Danny obviously says, yeah. Basically, Danny mm. says, yes. Now, Danny, look, here's some advice. What, maybe not good for people on TV, but when you're that emotional, you don't speak, you don't respond, you don't respond to that email. Everyone, listen up. <laughs> don't respond to that email when you are angry and emotional. Oh, what no. you do, you take a sip, you take a breath, you go for a walk. You type it out, then you 
don't send it. You put it to one side and you come back to it later. But that's another way. But I'm just thinking, just just take a take mm. a step away from your disc mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, or from the situation. Yeah. Go for a short walk. Walk around the business hair. park. Yeah. But pick yourself a burrito. You know, yeah. go, get, go to go to Greg's. Pick up a sausage roll. Just do what you need to do. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And then come back. And then okay. And now, if you want to respond, then respond. But at least you won't be responding with all that emotion. Yeah. Oh, totally, totally. That is not what Danny chooses to do. There's something about Scouse Queens on Drag Race. They're very outspoken, <laughs> and we love them for it. Not just Scouse Queens, drag um, queens in general. But no, dra- uh, Scouse Queens have a way of being honest and direct i mean the viv was exactly the same yeah you know not we'll, so not so much sister sister or was she yeah when, when veronica green was like yeah i think i let us down and sister sister was like to be yeah. honest babe you did yeah you did yeah there it is there were sprinkles of that yeah. in sister sister wasn't yeah, yeah, there yeah definitely but then he then he does say yes to jombers and like you said i find it quite strange that you know Pixie's quite quiet. No, not Pixie. Pepper. Yeah. And I think I think these are. I think some of the girls are a bit afraid to call out Pepper. They, they've got different statures in the competition because Pepper does have a win under a belt. Mm. But having said that, the past few weeks, I mean, Pepper is in dire need of a win. She really, really is. She, she needs some or a high placement. She needs a boost at this point because it feels like she's lost a bit of momentum. Several of the recent challenges just have not been up her her alley. Um, in contrast to John Burr's, apart from last week, she had a bit of a rising trajectory. Yes. Um, but I think her lack of a badge makes her feel vulnerable and therefore a little bit more defensive. And I think her lack of a badge for the other queens make her an easier target as it, well. I do think also, perhaps we can come on to the next morning because I think something Pepper says adds to our understanding of this. Pepper says that she fully visualized herself in the top. So Pepper has a self-belief. Pepper has a vision. Pepper has a lack of a need to justify herself, I think. I I, I think Pepper's sitting there thinking, I'm cool. This is fine. I know I know I slay. I know I'm fierce. I on I think I think she's got a really strong We heard last week, actually, we didn't speak much about it, about um Pepper's real drive and determination in life, which was actually fabulous to hear about. Girl has a degree. What is it? I think it's biochemical science or biomedical sciences. Was it a master's or was it just a degree? Either way, it was a BSc or a master's. And she's got that and this artistic side. She's really, really like multi-talented. Absolutely. And she came to the UK to escape the oppression that she faced at home. This girl has drive, determination and self-belief. And I, I, I think that's probably her main reason for not participating in this conversation. She's like, I'm cool. Don't worry about me. Yeah, she's like, yeah. oh, obviously I was not supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe in her mind, she's like, oh, this is obviously not about me. I'm not going to mm. speak. <laughs> yeah she's really admirable like personality traits wise she's really cool um but poor john buzz is feeling quite picked on because pixie brings it up again the next day i'm not sure that was strictly necessary um because it was all disgusted and john buzz really it really gets her back up doesn't it i loved this part mm-hmm. i <laughs> loved it when john buzz just climbed on top of pixie <laughs> She was like, okay. Was it like in Tekken when you rugby tackle somebody? Uh, uh, from behind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Pixie was trying to be shady. I don't know what she was trying to do. I don't think it was. But I, I do think mm. that it was, you know, 
however she meant for it to be yeah it came off shady ish it came off that way who knows what her intent was it may have been an innocent comment someone when someone no when someone brings up one of the your insecurities Mm -hmm. casually Mm -hmm. after it's been talked about and resolved they are bringing it up maliciously however nicely they say it there is an attack i think it was a bit needless i don't think she expected jombas's response because jombas has been such a like cheerful placid person but she's clearly got this inner fire and this like we say, a bit of insecurity at the moment in the competition and a need to defend herself. She did so beautifully. What's mm. your USP? You, 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 you keep it. asking me what's my Loved USP. It. What's your USP? You worked out there at Pixie Wings. Do that every week. <laughs> <laughs> That's not your USP. I, I, I fell sorry in, if I'm offending any Northern Irish listeners. I'm so sorry. I fell in love with Jombas. In that moment, I yeah, fell in I love like with this her. Fire. I, I like I this fire it. in her. Yeah, because she is sweet and cheerful, but I like that she had this fight about her. And I don't think that Pixie thought that this is the kind of response she would get because mm-hmm. that was not the response that she got that they got that danny got Mm -hmm. the previous night because pixie she's um i wouldn't say she's a dominant personality but she's quite a strong personality and she does throw out funny barbed comments she enjoys a shady comment as many drag queens do that's why we love drag queens um and she usually gets the room laughing and kind of people on side and stuff but in this case it didn't she doesn't that's danny Pixie does a bit as well. No, no, she doesn't. Okay. I don't... <laughs> we'll agree to disagree on that. I don't think. I don't think, Tom. I don't <laughs> Red think. hair in a silver dress. I, I don't I, I don't think. think. But, you know... Side I, note, we did have a little rewatch of a couple of Drag Race UK season one episodes. The first season we ever covered. It was so nostalgic and so, oh. like, organic. And there was something really special about it. But back, back to this. I think as back to Jombas because I, I'm mm. I'm in love with Jombas now. Um, I'm a Jombas stand. <laughs> I stand. Uh, I also feel that um, for Jombas, when some when, when certain people certain people can say certain things, you know, this can be in your real life. You know, you have that mm-hmm. one friend that can tell you straight they can straight talk to you about yeah. your your issues or what's wrong yeah but the minute that, but then that's the dynamics of your mm-hmm, friendship mm-hmm. but then when someone else says it to you yeah you're like no 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 you can't talk no, no, and, you're and, right. you, and you're you're it's easier for you to to, to come back at that you person need that relationship yeah. with somebody to hear straight talk that's it now jombas somehow will accept it from danny or maybe cheddar maybe because they're doing so well in the competition cheddar put it in a far more palatable way as well yeah because cheddar complimented her and says i think you're one of the most fashionable people here but sometimes maybe there's not a storyline and that that can't i think that's a fairly fair thing to say Mm. um to jombas because she is she does have an eye for fashion she's got some very chic looks um but yeah like chad is a diplomat she's very very smart she's very very an excellent communicator yeah but what I was getting is that it was so Jombas will accept mm. it from someone, but then when Pixie spoke, Jombas mm-hmm. was like, okay, not from you. <laughs> not on tonight. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't you try it. She, she just came for it. I was like, I was living. Not on tonight. Not on tonight. And, I, and that's, I love her response to sometimes when you're on the runway, I don't get your story. That's what she. That's what Chitta said. Yeah. Chitta said to you. You know, you you are the most fashionable queen, but sometimes on the runway, I don't get your story. Mm-hmm. And I loved her response. Jombas goes. Jombas says. Yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes I feel like it's just that everyone else needs to catch up with me. I love it. I was like, that is such a Sheldon Cooper Big Bang Theory thing to say. <laughs> I was like, Jombas is have. She is this. She's not. This is her episode. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. She's getting a lot of screen time, so we'll see how that pans out. Now, okay. 
We know now, outcomes report, this is this week's challenge. The Maxi is they're going to be acting in a murder mystery with a modern twist, and it's called the Squirrel Games. And I wonder if it's like the Squid Games. It took or me the- a moment to get it. It really did. But I think it, I mean, Danny helpfully explained, actually. I think it must be, you know, Drag Race likes to capture the zeitgeist, even though, well, I guess, you know, when this is filmed, Squid Games, Squid Games is very fresh, wasn't it? We loved Squid Game. We watched the whole thing. So that'll be cool. But yeah, they're mixing it with kind of Big Brother as well, by the sounds yeah. of it. They each will play a fictional reality TV star who checks into the Big Mother house. Sorry only to interrupt. To discover- no, sorry, you go on. No, I've interrupted now. Wouldn't it be cool if they just went for like Big Brother superstars, Gemma Collins, New York, Pete Burns, Kim Woodburn? Yes. Okay, thanks. Can I? Yeah, go on. Okay. If you must. Let me just start from the beginning. I'm sorry, everyone. (laughs) He means well. Got half a glass of wine. I mean, I'm unstoppable now. Now, they're going to be acting in a murder mystery with a modern twist. They're each going to play a fictional reality TV star who checks into the Big Mother house only to discover that their fate is being controlled by a sassy and sadistic squirrel. Cheddar gets to assign the roles because she's the winner from last week. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it. It's an acting challenge, basically. Yes. So this is our first acting challenge of the season, actually, in terms of scripted acting. The If we just reflect on previous acting challenges, so we had Downton Draggy in season one. Yep. We had uh, Beast Enders in season two. Doom, 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 doom. And then we had Bra Wars. And then we had Bra Wars in season yeah. three. Yeah. All quite different because... Um, Last week... Crystal played a robotic fashion girl. Oh, yeah. yeah, talk about typecast. That was good. That was a good read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, was yeah. a good read from Ella. That was. I mean, Ella smashed that roast. Um, but um, I mean, the theme that runs throughout these acting challenges is bad writing, bad writing, <laughs> but, good, writing. but good performances. You know, the girls who can really take that trash material and run with it and shine are very, very talented, and we've seen it time and time again. Kitty was great, wasn't she? Kitty's got claws in season three. She was oh, great. She was great. Great actress. She found the right rhythm. She mm-hmm. found the right style. Yeah. She knew, okay, this is a parody. Okay, so the it's, absurdity. It's a, yeah, exactly. And she yeah. played into it, which I think was for her did really well. Yeah. So I think she was great in that. Ella was great, obviously. Uh, but in fact, Vanity and Crystal were both fab too. Yeah. And it was appropriate that nobody went home that episode. They did so much better than I expected them to. Well, also for season season two, no one went home on the, the challenge either, did they? No, they didn't. I mean, Beastenders was well performed, even though, again, it was an incomprehensible script. Yeah. My personal fave was probably Lawrence, although Taste was fab as well. And well, Bimini, Bimini, was. Bimini was really good. Uh, the, and uh, Ella, uh, Ella, Ellie did better than I expected and was actually really solid. How come you don't say Ellie Diamond for the next <laughs> Well, um, well, Ellie... Oh. Oh. <laughs> and yet a, somehow she was carried to the end. If ever a girl came for her, it was there. Well, she, she nearly had a pearl moment with her, didn't she? Um, 
Uh, but, you know, they were really solid as well. My only vague criticism of Ellie is that I thought the others got the characterization of the EastEnders characters a bit more spot on. That's all. I think she did a fair job. No, she was still, she was still really good. Yeah, so that's that's it really, isn't it? But they're I, really good acting. Really good acting. Season was, one Season one was beautiful because it was only on the second episode that mm-hmm. they did it. Remember, this is Drag Race UK season one, episode two. Yeah. So they're all still new to us. We don't know who's going to be shining. It was the top nine. It, it, was, it was, we had scaredy cat the only one that was in there was gothy kindle gothy kindle um sound check but it was it was um you know what i just remember i remember everyone we first our first podcast mm. ever was drag race uk season one mm-hmm. so i just remember me and you me in particular um being always like a little bit because we had a lot of gin and tonics at that, at that yeah. stage we were so you know we're young on gin news we had a lot of gin every single gin you can think of we had a fever tree the mixer we had uh-huh. a, we were drinking sometimes you could hear it you can hear the the ice giggle in the background there was one episode that had to be deleted we had to re-record it <laughs> that, that's the truth <laughs> the truth one yeah. time i remember one time i woke up and tom was like are you gonna post that one from last night and i'm like yeah and you're like okay uh, did you did you and then and then i said yeah i am and then i listened i was editing it back in this is back in the days where i wasn't editing as quickly as i am now and i was editing it and i was listening to myself and i was like i i sound so drunk you're getting more and more incomprehensible i was getting and as the podcast went on i was and i said to, i said to tom tom how would you feel if we did the podcast again and you're like yes yeah i, I was hoping you we, hear we should have kept that for only fans content <laughs> we should have literally should have I was like, eh. I was like, Tom, no, then, then, you then, were Maniki Shame on the reunion <laughs> episode of Dracula season two. That's who you were. It was so. I was listening to myself going, "Oh my god, I'm not even stringing sentences together." No, it was. It, it was, was so. I mean, I, I was entertained, but I did not want the world to hear that. And then um, I remember from that moment on, I started. Like the like what they did in season two with Juju B, I mm-hmm. limited my alcohol before That's who you were. You before were, and during the podcast. You were Juju B performing Black Velvet. It was oh slash gosh. this group from my girl. This group from my girl. Diddle baby by the Anyway, so um yeah, from what I remember just being so annoyed at Scary Cat and that stupid yeah. moaning she was doing. Oh, Scary like, oh Cat. I mean, God. she was obviously in her infancy as a drag queen. I'm not actually sure that she's... I remember she went through a kind of like an androgynous performer slash artist phase and I don't see her posting anymore. Um, but yeah, that was not a shiny I moment. think Scary Cat's gone into acting. Oh. I think. Okay. I think. So she had a couple of lessons. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was really Yeah, wow, wow. Wow. Um, no, she had so much potential, but she was in her infancy. She'd never performed before, had she? So um not Blue in the bottom with her. I, didn't, I never thought that Blue was really worthy of that. I thought she kind of pulled herself together. But then there were some really great performances. Davina, Bagger. Season one had Titans. Season yeah. one, Dragon Race Hugo season one had Titans, Vivian, Davina De Campo, yeah. Bagger Chips. Vinegar Strokes. Vinegar like, Strokes. Vinegar, I would love to see her come back. If there's a UK All-Stars, that'd be a fantastic format for her. 
or a versus the world um, because she's really, really talented. It was her fashion that let her down. And I don't think she was used to doing her own hair and makeup. Yeah, it was her fashion. It was her drag. <laughs> it was It was, it was <laughs> her drag. You know what? Vinegar was amazing, but the only thing missing was her drag. She Everything had all else the other amazing. talents, but yeah, adorning, adorning her body Shade with clothes yeah. was not her forte. <laughs> and putting um, things on her face to create illusions. Probably wasn't her thing. Um, the thing is about dancing draggy that wig. She looked like she had an undercut. It didn't fit her head. It was. It um, was... Having said that, Vinegar is fantastically talented. You know, um, singing, dancing, acting. She can do it all. Um, so I would love to see her back. And then kind of like, yeah, you know, there was... I actually thought Crystal was good in that one. No. No, as the Kylie Jenner character? No. No? Okay. No. Um, yeah. Any, yeah. So anyway, those are the previous acting challenges. Um, let's hope for better writing. That's all I can say. Don't. Don't hope for it. <laughs> no. don't, don't expect it. Don't expect it. <laughs> now, again, before, let's just have a guess. We kind of know who's going to do well. Danny Beard is just, when it comes to acting and acting, conf- like the confidence and performance, mm-hmm. you have to have Danny, Na- Danny Beard's name yeah. in that. Definitely. Danny Beard's up there. Danny's going to do well. I think also Cheddar's a confident um, confident performer. Cheddar's just a really solid actress, which I think we saw particularly in the improv challenge, where she's just really, really good at kind of, even if she's not making a scream with laughter, she's holding a scene and staying in character really well. Yeah. So I think she's a fab actress. Pixie too. Yeah. To be honest, when I'm looking at the... um, the challenge that they had with what was it? What's his name? The bare teeth. The the judge. <laughs> Alan Carr. Alan Carr. Alan Carr. Um, they they all saying. did well. They all did well. Um, yeah. Respectively, Pepper their, was uh, Pepper and Jombas were the better ones in their group as well. Yeah. Yeah, because they were with LaFell, weren't they? Yes, they were with LaFell. It was with yeah. No, hang on. There's the catfishing one. I, Tom, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't the care. space tongue continuum thing. Anyway, no, that was baby. Tom, that was baby in Dakota. Baby Dakota. Oh, you are not Tom. Just because they're black, they're different uh, people. That's no. I'm just struggling to wow, think who's in Tom. the scene. <laughs> I'm Tom, picturing Pepper wow. and John Buzz as brides. I just can't remember who the other. person It was Sminty. Sminty was the catfish. There we go. You know, I just couldn't picture who the other person in the scene was. <laughs> Don't come for that. Has actually been a thing this week, though. The BBC had to apologize on Instagram. Yes, did you because, see that? Yes, because they put um, baby's name in front of Black Pepper, and everyone, yeah, and it was like, come on, guys, come I, on, yeah, yeah um, G- get it, get it together. Qu- quite an egregious error of judgment. Everybody man. say love. I know. Right? <laughs> Everybody say love. Um, but no, no, Pepper and and Jumbers were good in that scene. And Jombas was fantastic in the um, Rusical, let's not forget. I think they're going to do well. I think they've yeah. all got good energy. Overall, this is going to be, I hope, and I actually think, a solid performance. So it's going to be like, oh, who ends up in the bottom? Maybe it'll yeah. be a non-elimination episode. Well, should we see? Should we watch yeah. a bit more? Great. We've just seen the acting challenge, the Excellent squirrel game, which is like a combination of the squid game and Big Brother House, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, put together in what i can only describe as an incomprehensible package i mean, I mean more more than usual more than usual out of all the scripts we've seen season one two three and four of the uk where does this rank 
like this is not a reflection of the girls' performances. Oh no, no, no. purely right the now, writing. Right now, we're reading the writers. I, not I the think queens. I think this is the worst written so far. Yeah, I honestly do. And it's you know it's we've seen some clunkers on Drag Race. I mean, just in UK, this is the worst, but it's up there with that one from season thirteen that, that Honey I Shrunk the Drag Queens. That was a struggle to get through. Honey, I shrunk. Oh, the one with yes, with Rose, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I mean, I mean, we've had some. It's never good. I think my favorite one would have to be Canada's Drag Race, the one with Eve Six Thousand. That was actually, she actually that worked. Yeah, that was a yeah. that was a good one. And Eve Six Thousand yeah. should have won that episode. It's so strange Absolutely. that she didn't. Oh, completely. Completely. How about agree. that murder. That murder one. Well, she, I mean? she had a trick up her sleeve. Uh, so here we are. We've just seen it. And, um, I mean, apart from the writing, the Queens, the real challenge isn't acting. The real challenge is taking the shit writing yeah. and making something of it. It's almost like they don't want these Queens to excel. I almost feel like they don't, they really just want to take the mickey out of these As Queens. As Willem always says, please, please start paying some writers like for what is it for one episode a season instead of the production crew cobbling something together if you're not like it's not working guys like th- this was this script was bad I have enough respect for these yeah. drag queens to give them good quality um writing things to work with to make mm-hmm. them look better as well stop trying to i mean it's just i mean it was Let's just get into it. First of all, I want to say my standout was Danny Beard. Yeah, I mean, Danny's just solid. I mean... She turns trash into treasure, apparently. She, obviously, the, the this is not the role that Danny wanted when we were going back to the casting. Cheddar was in charge of casting, and I think she did her best to give everybody something, but Cheddar chose Danny's first choice role. Well, she chose her first choice. Her first choice. Which was also Danny's first choice role. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Danny, you know what? Danny nailed that character to a T. You know, the, so, the host presenter, how they're always just like really the way that they 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 talk, the way that they act, whether they present, yeah. and they're kind of like really overly camp. I'm, I'm mindful that the given our international listeners, this is a specific UK personality who's being referenced here, Davina McCall, yeah. who is the host of Big Brother. And yeah, like you say, these hosts usually do have this moment, but she is particularly kind of like camping over the top. And Danny did a very, very good spoof of her mannerisms, the pauses, the kind of weird emphasis on certain words. The smile, she, that, 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 that like little yeah, silly giggle the, smile. The smugness, the yep. disingenuousness. Absolutely. Um, the workout video, because Davina's got a workout video. Um, so I, I think Danny did a really fab job. I agree. I'm already throwing Danny up there as the winner of the challenge. Now we go to the other queens. Who else do you think could be strong this week? I think that <clears throat> like, I love everyone's commitment to character. They all worked super duper hard here. I don't think any queen did a bad job. I, I loved everyone's commitment to the, their, their yeah. given character. Uh, I like that Sheila went um, for something that she hasn't done. She played before. against type, which she, is yeah, really, really cool, really I think. Good. And she committed to that character. So uh, she was a kind of Essex bimbo kind of character, a Love Island. I, I, I'm not familiar enough with Love Island to know if, if she was a particular character. Felt like an amalgamation of Love I, Island characters. I think we all know what kind of character she was going for. I don't think that that character that she chose 
comes naturally to her. No, but that was the, a challenge she set it was, herself. It, it was yeah. a challenge she set for herself. And it, it, yeah, it didn't come as naturally to her as everything else has come to her in the competition. Uh, which I saw the commitment think- to the character, but I didn't see like... A fully realized is what I, I'm saying. I do get what you mean. Which character do you think would have come most naturally to Cheddar? I think. Hmm. I think either um, Jomba's or Pepper's characters would have something that's a bit out there where she's got something to play with that's a bit weird. I don't know. I mean, maybe Kim Woodburn would have come more naturally to her because I Kim think Woodburn Kim Woodburn is. Mm, no, she's because, so character specific. That I don't. But she's not like a, a giddy girl. She's she's very just a very for me in my mind. She's a very classy, but she will. But she's don't gonna start leave, with but don't, her. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't start, start with, start with her. her. You're so an I adulterer. Feel like, I feel like she could have done that. I, I feel like she maybe maybe that character. I don't know. But that's what I think about Cher's performance. John was had a really good commitment to the ridiculousness of uh, her character yeah. and her puppet. Um, which John I felt is, like she gave good commitment to. Yeah. She's really good at these like high energy characters. It's her. She she goes a hundred percent, doesn't she? Pixie Polite had the best character because if she is, I mean, Kim Woodburn is globally iconic. I think people yeah. overseas know Kim Kim Woodburn, so I think she had. Just in case people don't know, though, she originated in the UK as a. Um, she had her own reality show with her her friend. Um, aggie and they did cleaning houses she's very imperious um and then she had this uh, she was on celebrity big brother and she took on a whole new life from that because she was wild it's a quote bob the drag queen she was wild Don't you start with Don't me. Don't you start you're with an, me. You're an adulterer. You're yeah. an adulterer. You're my f- my favourite bit is when, um, this week I nominate Nicole. And she corrects her and goes, um, it's Nicola. And she goes, don't be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that she had uh, Pixie the best character. And Pixie did do a good job. I with thought it. Pixie did a really good job this week. I think... Um, she was great with the characterization. She did a really good impersonation of Kim Woodburn. She had some great lines. I think she was smart to choose this character because she had some great reality TV show lines, like the um, the bit from Big Brother India. But she didn't say it right. She didn't. It was it was paraphrased, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. You're asking for, for it. it. You're, You're dying, dying for, for it. it. Get off my back that's what i was waiting for but she paraphrased and i did i did not like that i did not like it yeah maybe I didn't. but that's how maybe she did it how it was written yeah well and i know i know i know so yeah i'm just gonna go through um the character i didn't gel the most with and i didn't maybe i just don't like that kind of character was peppers that kind of like bro-ish line mm. i don't i didn't i didn't like Do you know, it he sounded like then lil kim and lady marmalade <laughs> Tom, you that bit in the middle when she goes, oh, 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 that's literally Tom, the noise she makes. Wow, your racism was just flying. Oh my here. god, when oh she rips Tom, she doesn't sound like that. You're so there's a bit where she wow. goes, everybody else is ad libbing and going, oh, 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 and little wow. Kim goes, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. She literally that does say, Tom, Tom, you know what? You, you're, you are wild. wild. You are wild. You, wild. you need to, you need to put that drink down. I am Kim Wild. Okay. Um, I, I could see Pepper working really hard. Oh, Pepper. 
she gives it hundred percent committed to the character. I just think that the character came a bit too broy, to, just not to my liking. I That's agree it. with you that the payoff wasn't I don't like quite it. Yeah, there. I didn't like it. Just because you commit to a character doesn't mean that their choice was great. <laughs> sorry. Mm. Sorry, not sorry. I know, it's a tough one. Didn't come naturally to her. For me, the only ones that excelled was Danny and everyone else was um, having a great time. I think Pixie is easily like, high safe as well. Yeah, Pixie did a great job. Pixie needs to work on acting when she's not in the scene, if that I, makes sense. One thing about Cheddar, she was always on. She was constantly taking selfies on her phone, doing that sort of thing. She was on constantly. I really noticed that about Cheddar. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So um, if, do you have tops and bottoms? My top was Denny. My bottoms, I don't know how to choose the bottoms. Well, should we factor in the runway? Okay, well, we'll have a look at the runway. We'll have a discussion after that. Category is Ruffles, and we're starting with Danny Beard. It was interesting because it's called Rough and Ready, but then Rue elaborates Ruffles. Mm. So it does make me wonder about the prompt because we see Ruffles and Ruffs, which are different things on the runway. Oh. Yeah. Come on. Come, Come on, through. details. Yeah. So um, Danny looks really, really pretty. And so this is the first time I think we've seen Danny not do her signature white out clown white makeup on the on runway. On the runway. And she is channeling a glamorous Gauss lady at Aintree Races. That's her point of reference, which is really, really cool. Interestingly, there was a day at the races, um, runway theme on season one, and Viv did like a gold classy lady at Aintree, didn't she? Um, This is really lovely. Um, I love the exaggerated hips and how the ruffles contribute to that. I love the fascinator. I love the ruffles in the neckline. I think this is really beautifully constructed. I love this like cobalt blue color. Really, really pretty. And so nice to see Danny in like fresh beauty makeup. Yes. Um, Really interesting. So, you know, in terms of elements, like the the headpiece is very reminiscent of there was this um, couture show by Alexis Mobile, uh, 2012, I think it was. Um, Lots of like floral, big flower headpieces like that. And it's incredibly reminiscent of that. Um, When I see ruffles like this, I quite often think a bit Victor and Rolf as well. Um, But all the... The kind of almost like rosettes in the neckline, quite reminiscent of McQueen's um, Saraband show. Do you remember um, Jinx's Veil Runway? And she had the flowers in the neck. Mm-hmm. It's the same show that I'm thinking of. Overall, this is really pretty. This is really, really pretty. And I really like what Danny's done this week. She's done a little something different. I wouldn't say the silhouette is wildly different from what she usually does but it is a bit and it, there's an interesting twist here and she looks gorgeous yeah it's like you know how rupaul used to say with darien lake dive into the deep waters of darien lake mm. i mean the lake looks like their dress i want to just mm. swim in it it's beautiful yeah. their color is lovely the As shape is were. lovely and i love her makeup mm. jomba's blonde i want to say that this is it's stunning my favorite jomba's look so far this is f- fashion this is fashion it's- and i i think it's amazing it's it's gorgeous when she walked down i was like damn really really pretty she looks really really lovely i did the whole Alyssa edwards girl go go mama mama go were you gooped and gagged <laughs> um i i'm a sucker for like a, a mint uh pistachio green um so i'm loving that in the corset what she's giving me is kind of like may west if she were dressed by jean baptiste valley there's this kind of like updated Mae West quality to what she's doing because she's got like the corset tree and the peignoir and the feathered hat, uh, but brought brought into the modern day. She's given me 
pastel puss in boots. There's that definitely very puss in boots. What was the flute about? What's she referencing there? I'm missing something, aren't I? Pied Piper. Uh, Pied Piper. She said it was a copyrighted song and she couldn't. Is it a Lizzo song? Mm. Lizzo plays a flute. I know that. Yes. I don't know, Tom. That doesn't look like anything Lizzo would wear, so stop. There's an asymmetry as well, so that means it's couture. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's fashion. Thanks, Stacey Lane. <laughs> um, no, it's super duper pretty. Great job, John Buzz. She looks Love really, it. really fab. She looks gorgeous. This is really lovely. As always with Cheddar, there's a message, and she tells us about the Pansy Project, where pansies are uh, planted in places where there have been incidents of homophobic violence. So that's so wonderful that she's representing yet another organization. Um, she's so smart, so so compassionate. The overall look for me is reminiscent of, you know, that really floral Moschino um, show from, was it 2019, 2018? No, I don't, Tom. And many of us probably won't, but tell us. Please. You do, because I talk about it like at least once a month. Tom, like, I'm just, it's lost among all the Mugler you seem to bring up. But... Well, I'd like a bit of Moschino from time to time as well. It's, um, I've referenced it a bunch. It's been referenced many times on the runway. Remember? Several times. Yeah, remember? Tom, Tom has told me several times <laughs> before. Several times. Several times. Remember Bosco's uh, Petals um, burlesque look? Okay. Same, same sure. show. Sure. Um, so gives me that uh, because there's there's a big like, there's a, a dress, same silhouette, a cluster of flowers, but it was multicolored in that show. Um, very midsummer. Um, her drag's very political, isn't it? Oh, and, so and political. you have to love her for that. A queen with a message. But she also has such a great visual eye. She's yeah. artistic with it. She always looks beautiful with a message. The other thing that reminds me of is that Mark Jacobs show from 2019. And there was that ruffle dress that everybody, the pink one that everyone was wearing at the time. Same silhouette. That's gorgeous. Kind of like an exaggerated baby doll, isn't it? Would, would you have kept those shoes? I those shoes. shoes those shoes those shoes I love uh, the contrast between sunshine yellow and black it always gives well pansy she's she's it's the pansy she's giving pansy yeah. slash bumblebee yeah Tom you know like you can't bumblebee call them pansies anymore Tom okay you can't call them pansies that's offensive I'll call them what I want uh, next up, we've got a very club kid look from Black Pepper. Now, Black Pepper, had you done this look earlier mm-hmm. in the season, I think that people would have accepted your look last week. Definitely. A lot more. Um, so th- this look is very club kid. F- for me and my non-fashion eye, which I admit I don't have one, well, not not on this level, I don't, I don't see the beauty in it but that's because i don't know fashion i don't know her i've never met her i find a lot to like here actually uh, sure it's busy and there's a lot going on but i, I really like the the elements that she's got going so she's got like a sequin face kini and boots um i mean whenever i see a sequin face kini it's good for me leave bowery and the overall club kid aesthetic is is leading me there as well there's like a little galliano for dior piero element as well to the clownishness you know um but also um the 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 denim ruffles i think are really cool really interesting and there was a show london fashion i think it was ashish um who did like this roughly denim um so it kind of the the effect reminds me of that i can see why you don't like it but I think this is really cool. I don't like it. Don't like it. I don't like it. Don't like it. I can see why you like it because you know 
Because I'm just being difficult. You, well, you're just like, you know, people can walk around in, in, in a diaper and you'd be like, that's fashion. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, cool. And people people can look at something and say, but can't you see that this references this from this season and not in a runway of this? And when, I'm like, you know what? I don't know that. All I know is I, to me, something looks nice or it doesn't. Well, there you go. That's fine. Yeah. Well, you're really coming for me. So, you you know, don't attack me and say, hey, you're allowed to have those feelings. I'm sorry, Tom. Well, Let's move on to the last queen. It's Pixie Polite. She's... Talk to me. Well, she's giving Queen Elizabeth the first, but to me, it's really reminiscent of the artwork and the photo shoot for Beyonce's Mrs. Carter. Don't do Beyonce like that. So, but it is. Mugler designed that. Take a shot, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, no, yeah, but um, it's that, isn't it? I'm, I'm, I think it's that silhouette. She did like a royal bustier dress. I know what you. I know what you're you're, you're saying because I know exactly the Beyonce outfit you're talking about. Um, I I don't I don't like this look either. That's fine. I do think her shape is beautiful. Um, I actually think. In terms of like shape and proportions, that I think this this is among the best Pixie has looked all season. However, I will say Pixie pads beautifully. Whenever she run, walks out on that runway, her proportions are gorgeous. But I just think this shows them off really nicely. Um, I've never seen her legs look better. I, I can I can get why you wouldn't be on board with this, but um, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. Okay, so tell me now, who are our tops and bottoms? For me, the winner this week is Danny. Um, I would save Jombas from the bottom with this outfit. I would. Which means for me, the bottom would be Black Pepper. And... I'll... I think Pixie Okay, didn't... without the fashion, it's Black Pepper. I don't know. Black Pepper for me is in the bottom. I don't know who's going against because the other three were great. It's it's really, really tough. I, I'm... Having a hard time judging this week, but I do agree with you. It feels like Danny's the clear winner. Yeah. And Black Pepper just for some reason wasn't able to embrace the character as much. No, she embraced the character. It was I I she embraced the character a hundred percent. I didn't like where the character was taken. I, I, I do and agree I don't with like you. the do portrayal of that character choice. It to yeah, it, it there was something about it that wasn't yeah, I, I just I I didn't I didn't buy. I wasn't buying into that that character. I just think I, I agree with you. It's kind of like sliding scale. Danny's at the top and Pepper's at the bottom, and the other three are kind of interchangeable in the middle. For me, people whenever they think someone has to be obnoxious, their go to for that is loud, mm. and they think yelling and shouting and grunting. And, uh, uh, that that equals an obnoxious character which it can be but sometimes you need to play the opposite but uh, not the opposite but sometimes you need to find ways of being loud without being like the obvious like hurricane and i I don't think that she found that balance at all for for her it was volume volume grunt grunt and and, and that's why i wasn't buying into it as much i also feel like i love cheddar to the bone Mm -hmm. but Cheddar's as much as the commitment she gave to the character, uh, the character just uh, didn't come naturally. I think she set herself too hard a challenge this week. Like th- for me, think um, who was the um, 
um a horror a horror think a horror is Essex character yeah how easily it came to her when mm-hmm. she had to do that challenge the improv challenge and and it felt right and you know it, it felt like oh yeah i know that girl and it came to her not her trying to be there i i, I didn't get that same i didn't warm up the same way to cheddar in that sense. I do agree. It didn't come naturally to her. I do think that Pixie did one of the better jobs. Oh, Pixie safe. Pixie yeah, safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, the the top two is Pixie and Danny. The bottom three will be everyone else. But I think Cheddar might be safe. But I just love the outfit that John Buzz is wearing. There's a lot of really lovely things in the runway this week. So let's leave it there. Let's see what the judges have to say. So, um, first of all, let's give a big congratulations to Cheddar Gorgeous. I mean, I'm never mad about a Cheddar win. I will I'm, say I'm a little surprised. I, thought, I felt like Danny was the clear winner, but they seem to really appreciate Cheddar playing against type, um, which which is fab- like Like I say, I'm never mad about a Cheddar win. We, we, you know, there's a bias in this podcast for Cheddar Gorgeous. There really, really we, is. We do so love if, her. If we're critical of Cheddar, it's actually noteworthy. Yeah, exactly. Um, because it's unusual. Um, having said that, she's entered the Four Winds Club. The Four Winds? This- I mean, the UK Four Winds Club is, she joins Ella and Bimini. That's good company in terms of talent. That really, really Talent. is. Talent. I do think, I think, obviously, we've not seen the end of the episode yet, um, but we, I think there's another competitive episode. I think they've already mentioned a top three rather than a top four. So we'll see. Somebody else could have entered the Four Wins Club. Who knows? I mean, Danny, I, I thought Danny was going to win, but congratulations to Cheddar. The bottom two is John Biz versus Black Pepper. We've just seen the lip sync. Let's discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Black Pepper won. She did. She about, did. She did. Yeah. Yeah. When Black Pepper isn't trying to do the mostest, mm-hmm. and she just simmers in her movement, that's when I actually love her performance. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes, and I and I I don't blame them because you're just you you are lip syncing for your life. Sometimes yeah. I feel like she tries to do too much and it comes off a bit frantic and a bit mm-hmm. too rushed and a bit messy but there are times that when she just simmers in her movement that i'm like yeah that looks good oh yes. yeah oh, this is the black pepper she's talking about yeah um but she is she, she's wildly um amazing as performer the things that she can do with her body um that back bend at the end it's mm-hmm. just for me black pepper one um, I do agree. By the way, what happened to Booty Love? Where did they go? They did some great songs. I've never heard the song. It, it was very, very of its era. But um, yeah, I mean, I do agree. Black Pepper won this. This is a third time in the bottom, isn't it? And John was second. This is John's first time lip syncing. No. Yeah. Is it? She's not sent anybody home. Oh, Wow. Um, she's she's been in bottom three, but not bottom two before. Um, I I would like to say that John Buzz was no slouch here. I did enjoy what she did. She had a sense of control. She had a sense of drama. She really gave it her all. Um, but I agree. I think she was outperformed by Black Pepper. But I, I'm completely on board with what you're saying about Black Pepper. I'd love to see there there such flashes of greatness. Who was the second to go home after just me, Starlet? Who sent Starlet home? Starlet was sent home by Jombers. Jombers. You're right. It's the second time at the bottom. Thank you. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm so sorry. God, that glass of wine went right to my head, didn't it? Um, so, yeah. 
Um, I could see your cogs whirring. I was like, really distracting me because you were like literally looking up at the ceiling trying to figure out. Because I was like, I'm pretty sure she's yeah, been no, in the bottom before. Right. No, you are right. Yeah. Um, but you know, like love Jombas to bits, uh, but Black Pepper won this. Completely agree. Such flashes of greatness with Black Pepper, but there are moments when I feel like she's like offbeat and frantic. But you know, she's lip syncing for her life. She's giving it her mm. all. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. So the one of Black Pepper. Let's have a look. It's a double shanté. It is a double shanté. Um, not mad about it. Um, love yeah, these do girls. Do you want to talk to Coco Montrese and Alyssa? Um. <laughs> do you well, want to well you know if you're looking at the pantheon of amazing lip syncs sure sure but I mean Jombas is very lovable it's last nice week could have been a no do you know what I think my theory is I think Dakota and Baby would have been would a have double, double. Yeah, if Baby obviously had not left due to her mental health which is obviously a commendable decision um, but I think it would have been I I disagree with this being a double chante. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't a double chante performance. However, you I mean that is one of the best outfits we've seen. I mean, Jamba's like, outfit I loved when well, I saw double chante shouldn't be based on outfits. They should be based on performance. Both gave it their absolute heart and soul. So the thing yeah. is, there was an obvious winner. Like when you yeah. can't choose, then yeah, double chance. You no, know, I could tell with the camera work though. They weren't spending as much time on Black Pepper as they should have. Yeah, I, I agree. I mm. agree. Um, but you know what? It is what it is. Congratulations, Jombas. You know, what? I I did fall in love with Jombas when she <laughs> when she snapped when she clapped back. Absolutely. Um, when she was like, "Oh, you're talking about me, Danny? Just say it. I'm I'm cool with it." And then Pixie, oh. What's your USP? What's your USP? <laughs> What's your USP, darling? Come out here and peck the wings. Sweetheart. I, I loved it. I love, look, semi-finals next week. Also, you're going to be treated to another podcast because we are going to be covering Canada versus the world. And I'm very excited. Which debuts next week. So we'll be finding a way to get two podcasts out for you. I've got um, to say, one distracting factor will be that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet come out on the same day as Canada. Kind of drag race so it's going to be a packed schedule frankly tom's taking a day off work <laughs> not kidding tom's taking a day he's literally taking annual leave so that he can play pokemon on uh, on that day like um, sue me yeah <laughs> just, just just so you know in the words of nina benina someone me. out there is going to struggle with their mental health for you know a- another day longer because tom wants to play pokemon yeah don't you dare question his commitment to his craft <laughs> don't you don't you i will I not, not- Am I, I not allowed a it. day off? Yeah, I'm not, I won't stand here and hear a bad word about Tom, okay? And <laughs> saying that he is a very selfish What about person, my yeah? mental health? <laughs> Pokemon keeps me going. Yeah, okay. Nothing anyway, else does. Thank you for joining us. Make sure to follow us on all our social medias. And you know what? Throw us a review. We love it. We love to hear it. You'll get your shout out. You definitely will. Yeah. Um, this is Bolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys next Lots week. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. Bye.